Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you for the opportunity we have to be in your presence. We don't take it for granted. Thank you for the privilege of life. Thank you for good health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for helping us and enabling us to be here. Let all the glory and the praise be unto your holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. In heavenly places. Hallelujah. All right. Fantastic. Well, we have a very short time to be here and we'll be out of this place. Amen? Amen. So we are fasting our operation. Don't think about it. If you think about it, fasting and all that, you can easily know. So just do it. Don't think about it. Hmm? It's an operation. And it's the second week. How many have been praying and fasting? Are you surviving? Amen. Yeah, may God strengthen you. Amen. Receive the strength to carry on. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, by the end of the fast, you will say with all the others that God has been so good to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, every season in the life of the church, try and put yourself in and be part of whatever is going on. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Fantastic. So, Uh, you know, we come here and pray. We have the prayer topics. I don't know why uh, today I did not see the uh, prayer topics being distributed. But uh, every morning we have prayers we are making in the evening. So I'm going to send it to you if you don't get it. Every morning you need to have it. Hallelujah. So when we come, we use it in prayer. But also very important is as you are on your own through the night you are praying, what will you be praying for? You pray for the things that we have prayed for and also to pray for long hours, you need a, a way to pray. How many have been there, you thought that you were praying for a long time and after you watched the time, it was three minutes. And you know, that, ah, I thought I was praying for three hours. Then it's It discourages. Hallelujah. So there's a way, there's a way that Jesus taught us to pray. And he did not just wake up one day and said, I'm teaching you how to pray. The apostles who walked with him, they noticed that it looks like the master knows something about prayer because he had 100% answered prayer. Any prayer that he prayed, he had answers. Are you there? Yes. So the people at one point in time, 
they saw him curse a fig tree and the fig tree died in no time. Another time they were crossing uh, a river, a lake, and the lake became very boisterous and they were in jeopardy. He rose up, rebuked the wind and said to the sea, be still. And it, it obeyed. And the people were wondering, said, what manner of man is this? That even the wind listened to him. Hallelujah. Yeah. So throughout, they noticed that now this man knows what to pray. I mean, what to say in prayer, how to pray and get answers. One other time, a man. Now when you see a man taking his child for prayer, uh, sessions, then you know the problem is beyond a mother. Yeah. Normally mothers take their children around. Yeah. But in this particular instance, the Bible records that a man brought his son. A man brought his son unto the apostle, unto Jesus. And Jesus wasn't there, so the apostles were to pray for uh, uh, this, this uh, son. And they explained that he has epilepsy. He, 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 he will faint, and wherever the Spirit will tear him into water, into fire, wherever he is. You read it from Mark chapter 9. Hallelujah. In Mark chapter 9, just sit in front quickly. Don't. Mark chapter 9, when you read it. But you see in verse number 29, look at what Jesus said. He said, this kind does not go except what? By yeah, so there are kind of things that will not go away. There are kind of things that will not go away except by prayer and fasting. Are you there? Yeah. So as we are praying and we are fasting, things that have not gone away will go away. Amen. I did not hear a lot of this. Amen. amen. Fasting and prayer is an antidote to things that don't go away through normal. Do you understand? Yes. You cannot, you see, every liquid has its boiling point. Yeah. It's only water that boils at 100 degrees. There are demons, there are gems that when they are in water that is boiling, they don't die. Uh -huh. Unless some of the gems and some of the things, unless the temperature rises to 400, they would be there looking at you. That is why many people have hookworms in pork. Pork. People who like pork, you see that you have great data. Some of the fire doesn't have any effect on a hookworm. Hey, there are other things that the temperature at which you grill doesn't have any effect on it. Are you there? In the same way, there are problems in your life, demons that early morning quiet time prayers will not take them away. You are having your quiet time, you say, in the name of Jesus. It doesn't take some. This demon was there in your, in your grandmother's time. It's, your grandmother couldn't handle it. Your mother couldn't handle it. Your uncles and aunties couldn't handle it. It's your turn. And you are eating sausage and beans with an egg and casting out a demon that your grandmother couldn't deal with it. This kind, what? This kind doesn't go except by fasting and so the people try they say come out they try to cast out a spirit and the spirit will not go because it's like you have put 
a butter or a margarine in a pan and it's not melting. It's not a normal butter. Do you understand? You are expecting that as you put it with a small heat to melt. The demons that were affecting and doing, some of them, the temperature must be high. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what you need to understand. Why? That's why Jesus will say that some of these things doesn't go except by fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. And the apostles came in Luke chapter 11, verse number 1. Bible says, look at Luke chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. So they said, and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples to pray. Verse number 2. Verse number 2. And he said unto them, when ye pray, Say, our Father which art in heaven. Hallelujah. Yeah, so we have seen the Lord's prayer formula. So Jesus taught them how to pray. Okay? How to pray. To pray is to talk to a a very important person who has authority to change things. You get it? And there's a way to talk to somebody. There's a way. So they said, look, Lord, teach us how to pray. Because when Jesus came, he said, bring him to me. And when they brought the epileptic patient, he he, he said, you deaf and dumb spirit, come out of him. Instant. It wasn't a struggle. And instantly the guy was healed in a way that the apostles, the disciples, and the father, they were astonished. They were all astonished. So they certainly knew that there is a way to pray that they did not know. So they came together and said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Even as John has taught his people how to pray. And the Lord Jesus taught us how to pray. So we have seen the Lord's formula or strategy to pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so there's eight points. If you want it, get the message and look at it. It will bless you. Not only that, Apostle Paul also taught us a strategy to pray. Because so many of us, how many can pray for a long time? And sometimes when you are praying, your work gets finished. Because you don't know how to pray. So you see, you cannot just wake up and say you are going to pray. Sometimes a pastor say, everybody pray, pray, pray. But the person doesn't know how to pray. One of our pastors, he was sent to be a missionary in a country called Niger. And you see, he was brought up in a place that everybody, by the time you are 10 years, you've been to church, you've been to Sunday school, you've read the Bible. So he thought that everybody was like that. And he went for outreach, collected a lot of people and gathered them and he said, uh, pray. He said, you need to pray. So he gave the prayer topic, we are praying. When he turned, when he turned around, everybody was praying like a Muslim. He said, hey! What is happening here? So quickly he stopped them. He stopped them. All they have seen is how the uh, uh, Muslims pray. So he noticed that he has not taught them how to pray. Do you understand? So asking them to pray is a challenge. Are you there? So he had to take his time to teach them how to pray. And uh, the last week we also saw 
the efficiency prayer formula. Amen. And we notice that with that formula, if you want to um, be established, members in the church, different things, that is a good prayer that you need to use. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. It has six points. Is that not it? Six different points. How you need to thank God, make mention of the people, pray for understanding and different things. Get a message and it will be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Today for a short time, we are talking about Timothy's prayer formula. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Timothy's prayer formula. Amen. Amen. Because this formula is for everyone. Is the formula that you like. Because this formula is for everyone. Even if you don't want to serve God, you will need it. First Timothy chapter 2, verse number 1 to 3. Timothy's prayer formula. Timothy's prayer formula. Can we read it together? One, go. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Verse 2. For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Verse number three. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Amen. Amen. For this is good. He said this prayer is good and is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Amen. Amen. This Timothy's prayer formula, he says, when you begin, he said, I exhort that first of all, before you do anything, first of all, hmm, I exhort that what? Supplication, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Then he begins to say for kings and for all that are in authority that you and I, we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. So in this prayer, you can, listen carefully, if you get this, we can close. This is a prayer, if you, we can also change it, the title, either uh, Timothy's prayer formula, or a prayer to have a peaceable life. Do you want peace in your life? Oh, yes. Hmm? Yes. Do you want a quiet life? Oh, yes. hmm? Do you want a godly life? Do you want to have an honest life? Yeah. So we can also say that a prayer, everyone that wants to have a peaceable life, everyone who wants to have a quiet life, life that people are not carrying with you, trouble every day, there are issues. No. You want a quiet life. You want a peaceable life. You want to have a godly life. And you want to have an honest life. 
You have told a lie here. You've told a lie here. Your life is not honest. You have borrowed from here to pay this one. You borrowed. I mean, you are you are making yourself like a net. It doesn't work. Hmm? They know you as. Uh, uh, what do you call it? A student in a, another place. Another place, they know you as a worker. In another place, you are a, 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 you, you, you wear, you have different clothes. You are not honest. Anytime you are meeting people, you want to find out what have I said today. <laughs> you need to remember what did I say to you. Hmm? You are complicating your life. Okay? So how many want a peaceable life? How many want a quiet life? You see, many people, when they want to uh, build their house, they say they want a, a very quiet... Yeah, you can also have a quiet life. Life that is not full of trouble. Full. Some people, their life is not quiet. Every week there is issue. So I can, I'm showing you that there is a prayer. Maybe when I say Timothy's prayer formula, you don't understand. There is a way to pray that when you pray, you are guaranteed of a quiet life, of a peaceable life, of a godly life. Ah, won't you want to have a godly life? Won't you want to have an honest life? Hallelujah. And how do we have such life? Hmm? Okay. So, another thing we learn about this prayer is if you want all these things, this prayer gives us four prayer topics to pray to have four powerful effects. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Four prayer topics that will give us four powerful effects. So the first of all, he said uh, we should pray okay, Without supplication, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks for all men. Then the next verse is say, for all that are in authority. Do you understand? Yeah, for kings and for all that are in authority. Anyone who has, this prayer can also say, how to have favor from your boss, how to be promoted at the workplace. How uh, not to be sacked? That's also another way to look at this prayer. How many wants to be promoted at the workplace? How many want your boss to love you? To choose you, to promote you? When there's an opportunity to go overseas for, you want to be chosen. This is the prayer that I'm coming to show you. How many want your boss to um, give you bonus more than yeah, this is the prayer. I'm showing you, if you don't, so I don't know how, whether you want the Timothy's prayer formula or you want to say that a prayer for favor and promotion at the workplace, or you want to say a prayer to have quiet, peaceable, godly, and honest life. I don't know which one, but this is the prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, first of all, supplication, Prayers, intercession, and what? Giving of thanks be made for all men. So anyone, including your mother, does your mother have authority over you? Yes. Does your teacher have authority over you? How about your lecturer, your principal, your boss? Anyone who has any kind of authority, including the president, 
if the president doesn't take a good decision, it will affect us. Now they have increased the electricity. You don't pay, pray for the president and see. You see that before you notice, uh, there is no bursaries. They've canceled. Look, if you don't pray for those who are in authority, they will take a decision that will make your life not quiet. Before you notice, you have joined people who are totoing. You see, and as a Christian, it's your fault because you did not pray for those kings. Can we see the verse number two? For kings, that's the president, the cabinet, the parliament, the mayor, the counselors. You pray for all these people. If not, where you are even staying, they will bring a, a bill, a tax, something. You see that you are angry. You see that you are not happy. Are you here? Yeah. So if you want your mother to be happy with you, your father to be happy with you, leave you inheritance, they, these are the prayers you pray for them. And the first prayer is you need to pray that God will supply mm, that supplication, that God should supply all their needs. Are you here? How many can pray that prayer? That's the first one. You need to pray the Lord, supply the needs of the president. Give him good health. Give him sound mind. Let him not be angry. Let his wife not fight him. Hey. If you don't pray for your boss and the wife is fighting your boss at the house, you are the one who will receive. I say you will be the one who will receive the result of the wife fighting your boss. See, come to the work, Lord. Hey, meanwhile, you have not done anything. You want to have a quiet life? Pray for your boss. And the first prayer is supplication. Lord, supply the needs of our boss. Supply the needs of the president. Supply anyone who has any form of authority, even if the authority is small. I say, if the authority is what? Even small. Pray for the person. Supplication. That's what I say. First of all, supplication. Pray that God will supply the needs of the people who have authority over you. Pray that God will give them peace of mind. Pray that they will be well. Pray that it will be well with them. Pray that they will not be confused. Pray that nothing happens to them. Pray that they will not be sick. Hey! Hallelujah. Amen. Pray that they themselves will have what they are looking for. Yes. Pray that good things will happen to them. Supplication. You are praying that God will supply their needs. Hallelujah. Amen. If you pray, have you ever prayed like that for your boss? Yeah. That's why there is no increase in your salary. This prayer is for everyone, especially you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, pray for your HR managers. They can send the letter around and they will forget your name. If you don't pray. So the first one is supplication. Supplication, we pray that Lord supply the needs. Does your boss need a new car? May management buy him a new car. Whatever peace of mind, let's, whatever your boss need, pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, prayers. 
that first of all, what? Supplication and prayers. This is talking about general kind of, all kinds of prayers. Do you understand? Prayers. All kinds of prayers. Mentioning the person's name in your prayer. The Lord, I pray. I don't know what is going on, but I pray for him. Be with him, Lord. Do you understand? Be with him. Be with him, Lord. I pray for him. I pray for his family. I pray for her and I pray for her family. If your boss is a lady, you pray for her and you pray for her family. You pray for her safety. Hey, you pray that it will be well with her. That she will not have an accident. Hey, you pray general prayers. Pray for his children. Pray for her children. Pray for her profession. That she should pass the professional course he is doing. Hey, if he doesn't pass the professional course, he will not uh, approve your uh, bursary to go to school. So that you'll be there, you'll pay your, your, your fees yourself. But when he passes, see that he's far, he's got a master's, you want to do the degree, oh, come. He doesn't, if he doesn't pass, he will think that when you come, you will be equal. Pray for your boss to pass, you will be there. Are you there? I pray. Lift your voice and lift your hand in your room and you begin to pray, Lord, I pray. Supply the needs. The, the first one is the supplication. Is the supplication. The second one is all kinds of prayers. General prayers. You pray for him. His vision, his let, let it happen. And uh, number three, you see that we, we are going, we live now. Number three is what? Intercession. What is what does it mean to intercede? Intercede is to come between. Do you understand? To change the course of something. When you are interceding, it's like this person needs to be punished, but you step in. You step in the gap and you say that please will you forgive the person? You change the course. Do you understand? Yeah. You yeah. are coming in between, in between intercession. You are modifying what is supposed to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is when you pray for all those, for kings. We need to pray for the president. Pray for our regional, uh, what do you call it, uh, minister. Pray for the ministers in the cabinet. Pray for the mayor. The, before you notice... If you don't pray for the ESCOM boss, and before you notice, electricity is, uh, yeah. Before you notice, load shedding is 12 hours a day. <laughs> before you notice, the electricity is doing day and night. 12 hours day, 12 hours night. Somebody is taking a decision. You pray for them, Lord, give them your wisdom. It comes under the general prayers. Give them wisdom. Let them know the decision to take. Give them insight. Show them the future. Hey! Because, look, you may not know how your, the president's no feeling will affect you. You may think that when the president is coughing, it doesn't affect you. It will affect you. If the president is coughing, it's not feeling well, you will be surprised that it will affect the price of bread. <laughs> if the president is not feeling well, 
it can affect the fuel prices. You don't, you don't, you don't understand. So when the Bible is showing us how to lead a quiet, you, you see, you may not even know that why should I pray for people who are not my family members? If you want your peace of mind, <laughs> if you know what is good for you, you rise up and begin to do what is right. Yeah, I intend to help you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Intercession. Now you, you stand in the gap. That Lord, may, may he, your boss, whoever it is, whatever judgment that needs to come to him, whatever action is taken and the result, if it's not favorable, Father, intervene. May he not have an accident. Deliver him from diseases. Yes. Deliver him from the wrong result of his own decision. Let it not be, oh yes, let it not be with him as it has been with other people. Let, let you begin to intercede. You begin to modify. As everyone is being uh, laid off, let him not be laid off. You begin to intercede. In, do, do you understand? Yeah, you yeah. come in between. You come in between. You can see that the way things are going, the way decisions are being taken, out there, you, you intercede. You stand in between. So don't let the negative effect of all his actions come over him. Lord, I stand. Have mercy on my boss. Have mercy, Lord. We pray for the president. Lord, be merciful. Be merciful. We have not done the right thing. We may have done the wrong things. Maybe your boss, you can see him doing wrong things. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So you can see that it has consequences. But you rise up as a, as a son of God, as a daughter of God. And you say the Lord. You say you don't desire the death of a, a sinner. Oh, Lord, let him not die in his sins. We pray, intervene, Lord. You intercede so that bad things will not happen to your boss. Hallelujah. And number four, prayer. Giving thanks. You give thanks for your boss. How many of you have thanked God for your boss? That is why your boss doesn't like you. Because you don't thank God. You know, when you thank, it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual rule. It is, you, there will be a favor. There will be something that you don't understand. When you rise up in the morning and you are praying, Lord, I thank you for my boss. I thank you for the people over me. Hmm? Have you prayed for your boss? Begin to pray now. Mm -hmm. If not, it will not be well. That's a clear word of knowledge to you. Pray for your boss. For your boss, there's something wrong. It's always there's something. They go for a meeting that you are not there. They always go for meetings that you are not there. What to be said of you? But when you pray for your boss, you know, there is it's a, spiritual, it's a spiritual thing. You cannot pray for somebody and God will not turn the person's heart for you. You don't even know what happens, but as you thank God for the person's life, as you intercede for the person, as you supplicate for the person, are you there? As you pray for the person, God touches the person, the person unknown to him that you are praying for him. He, he begins to like you. He begins to favor you. He begins, yeah. Bind demons that works on his mind on Mondays. Demons that make him shout on Mondays. Hey. The, uh, bind all the demons. The Lord give my boss rest on every side. Let him have a peace of mind. Hey, 
<laughs> Are you there? Yeah. Then the Bible says that when you pray these four prayers, the result will be that verse number go. Yeah, that ye may lead a quiet and peaceable life. After this prayer, I see you having a quiet life. I say, I see you having a quiet life. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. You are not even supposed to pray for a quiet life. It's the result of what you did in the first session. So if you don't do it well, quietness is nowhere near. So spend good time good amount of time thanking God for your boss, interceding for your boss, praying that his needs will be supplied, and praying general prayers for him, his family, and all that pertains to. Then suddenly, you see that your boss will not ask you a question that will let you lie. You want to live an honest life at the workplace? Yeah, nobody knew when you came. But you know you were late. Your boss can just come to the when did you come? But when you pray for your boss, he will never ask you, what time did you come to work today? It's a way of leading an honest life. I'm telling you. You will be surprised that they will go and say, when did you come? When did you close? When did you? But when the lie says, so you, you come early. They don't ask you. Your prayers are working. <laughs> I say your prayers are working. Quiet and peaceable life. As they bring uh, letters for redundancy, redeployment for people. You see, they say, oh, we need you here. When you pray, I mean, it's a supernatural thing. Yeah. But when you see Christians who are not prayerful, who don't pray, they rather argue and join uh, unbeliever workers to criticize their bosses and to fight their bosses. Have God asked you to fight your boss? Has he asked you to curse your boss? You are cursing your boss in secret. God will punish him. You watch and see whether there's any punishment there for. And you don't understand why they are sacking you. I'm preaching. But I pray that as you supplicate, as you intercede, as you pray, may God give you a quiet life. You will not struggle. I say you will not struggle. Amen. When people are being pushed around, changing jobs, probation, they even by, by the time the probation is finished, they say, thank you. We had enough for, for you. But if you pray, notice that your boss will fight for your permanency. Yes. Your boss will fight for you to be retained. Are you here? I'm showing you what to bring you quiet life, what to give you peace of mind. Hey, See that your boss doesn't give you trouble. Everybody knows your boss to be troublesome, but you, he deals with you like a son, like a daughter. It comes. Many of us, if we know this earlier, we, we wouldn't have been in the problems we have been in in the workplaces. Some people have been sacked. You have taken them to court, different things, because you did not know this prayer. Are you here? Yeah. How many want quiet life? Receive it in the name of Jesus. As you lift up prayer and you pray, oh, I see God making your life quiet. Every trouble that is coming will be quenched. It will not even survive. 
before it appears, it will, it will die. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for peace of mind. Amen. I said I pray for peace of mind. Amen. Yeah, you have peace at the workplace. Amen. You will not be called for uh, disciplinary interviews and uh, uh, panel discussion. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? See, when you pray for your boss, you will be loved. Even when you make a mistake, it will not come up. He will just, he will just correct it. But if you don't pray for your boss, a small mistake, you see that they have written a letter to you. First warning. Second warning. Third one, you see that summary dismissal. But once you pray for your boss, I see the peace of God coming over you in the name of Jesus. And not only that, but you also have a godly life. Hallelujah. You live in godliness. You will not be sent to do any wrong things. Even if you want a day to fast, a day to wait on God, you say, okay, take it. But there are people that you can't ask for a day. They will give it to other people, but you can never be given. If you ask, oh, sir, can I uh, be off on we weekends? So okay, take it. You work well. You need some days for a camp. You say, mm, take it. I know you work well. If you don't pray, you cannot have a godly life. So that all the time that you want to be away, it will not be allowed. I'm telling you. And the last one is to have what? Honest life. To have a life that is true. No lies, no pretense. You are moving. You have artificial mustache to cross a certain place. When you cross it, then you remove it. You are wearing three things. As you are crossing here, you are wearing black jacket. When you move, it's red. Because you are changing. You are like a chameleon. You don't want people to see you. When you get to a place, you are put on a cap and you are moving like that. You are moving like that. What are you doing? I predict you have a quiet life. Amen. You have a peaceable life. Amen. You have a godly life. Amen. And you will live in honesty. Amen. I am always wary of people who are using three phone numbers. I, I, don't, I don't see the honesty over there. I have used one number since, I mean, I, I, I mean, since, since, I have never changed my number. I say since, since. Do, do, do you understand? Yes. Only one number, since, since. But somebody, every day you change your number. Every day you change your number. Hey, I have, I, I, there are people that have more than six numbers. I say at that point, I say it's too much. Who are you hiding from? Who are you deceiving? Who, who do you owe? Who are you running away from? Oh, this one is a data number. This one is for calling. This one is for WhatsApp. This one is for why? 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 When are we going to find you? When you call, I was also oh, the pastor. That number has changed long ago. But you gave me that one. I also so changed. What about this whole, <laughs> this one has also changed. 
all the numbers. Every month you are changing because you don't want people to track you. Yeah. You don't want, you don't have an honest life. <laughs> Honestly, when I see people with a lot of numbers, I begin to be worried. I begin to be worried. That what, who am I dealing with a real person? Real person should have one name, one, one number. One ID. one ID that we can always get you on. <laughs> you have an ID in the morning and different ID in the evening. You are a carpenter by day and engineer by night. Who are you? I'm trying. But you see, when you pray, you see that you have an honest life. Hallelujah. Yeah, they call your name. Say, hey, I don't know this. So here's the middle name. <laughs> here's the middle name. Let us know that you have a middle name. Yeah. One day I was with somebody, somebody called me a name. I said, what name is this, oh, pastor? <laughs> I said, I don't know you by that name, so oh, pastor, pastor. Pray for all those who are in authority. Hallelujah. Supplication. Hmm? Yeah, I pray that God will supply the needs of them. Then general prayers. Then you intercede. Are you there? And what's that last one? Giving thanks. Thank God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Even your supervisor, thank God for his life. Yeah. Your supervisor. Don't only respect the owner of the company. The supervisor also. Anyone who has any kind of authority. That is, I say, for kings. Some of us, we pray. We don't pray for our president. We don't pray for our cabinet. Hey, guys, before you notice, the water bill is going up. They can take a decision you can't understand. But when we pray, God will give them wisdom. Hallelujah. Yeah, and it will cause us to lead a quiet, a peaceable, godly, and honest life. In Jesus' name, Amen. stand to your feet. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We bless you. Just thank God. Just thank God. Just thank God. Moka baka adi maso oti aliba. Maka yando ronde liba hata baka. Ronde liba hata bando. Ronde liba hata. Boro liba sate kaba limo tuse. Jesus maha talabala babe. Le mando te le mandele. Ke baka ba yandale. Maronda riaka sitilibu ronde liba. Aye, baye, moto, sante. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray this kind of prayer for your parents. Pray this kind of prayer for your uncle. Pray it for your aunties. Pray it for people. You'll be surprised. Somebody listen to me, I prophesy. You will have inheritance through this prayer. Through this prayer, you will have inheritance. You have inheritance. Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. As we close, if you are here, somebody invited you or you came by yourself. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. If this is what you are saying, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you only your right hand. You want to be born again. God bless you. You want to be born again. You don't want to go to hell. 
I want to pray with you right now. I want to pray with you right now. Only your right hand. Lift it. God bless you. God bless you. With your hands lifted, please come. Move and let me pray with you. Come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Right here. God bless you. Stand here. Come to me. Lift your hands. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Lift your hands like this. And let's pray together. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Tonight, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. Please say the prayer. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe in you, Jesus. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your dear daughter. We pray with her and we pray for her. The Lord, she will love you. She will know you, walk with you until the very end. Bless her life and let it be well with her. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, God bless you. Our brother there is going to pray with you quickly, mm, and your life will not be the same. So please go to. Hallelujah. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, we thank you for what you've done. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your counsel. May we not be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.